0: Let's put the rad in radical. If you're looking to expand your life, then you've come to the right place. We're Amanda, Ali, and Raina, and each week we're setting the scene to level up our everyday lives in all areas, mindset, lifestyle, community, and more. And we want you to come with everyone. Welcome to the official double digits of Let's Put the Rad in Radical. We are at episode 10 and we are so thankful to have you here for all the love and feedback on all of our episodes to this point. Big shout out to Nicole Stewart who rocked our socks off on our last episode and we are here to really just say you've made this a wild ride already and we can't wait to hit some more of those digits so welcome back and what is rad today ladies what can you share with our listeners that's rad and happening in your world
1: oh me 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 i okay so amanda tried to dig for information before we recorded and i told her she has to wait like everyone else to hear this story of what happened last night rude so i I I know it was very rude of me, but like get in line. Okay. My stories are worth the wait and the $5 admission. Now I pitched to my husband, Ben, that due to COVID, I didn't want to go to the hairdresser. Um, I've talked about it before. We're down to one salary. So, you know, I'm trying to save the money. So I came home with a 1990s frosting kit, like, like circa Backstreet Boys frosted tips pull the root out the little hole. Well, yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Pull it out from the hole. I put on the cap and it's like a full cap. You tie it underneath your chin and we put the kids to bed. We poured some drinks and I said, listen, I need you to highlight my hair. Mama needs new hair. Mama needs to bring the blonde back. I've never done that. Is that painful? Because I have heard that it is which is surprising coming from someone who consistently likes right. hair, hair purple. I <laughs> know, bleach and all. Yes. But you don't, you've never done the net
2: thing then, where you like, pick no, no, it out. I,
0: I've never done that before. So listening to this makes me wonder, how much hair did you pull out by accident?
2: Well, I'm sitting here wondering, did he have to like, did you make him read the instructions and everything? Because I've like, you know, in high school would do the ones with that, where you like, pick it out. It's like a knit stick. Like yes, it is
1: like a knitting needle and he has to follow the pattern that this cap provides and we pull it out and I questioned it and you get two options. You can do a, a face framing look or you can do a full head of highlights. And of course, balls out people, I went full head of highlights. It ben wanted over- the other though, right? <laughs> yes, Ben wanted just the face and it can took a- explain almost- Why? Well, he was like, "This could take a long time," and I don't. and it, it was it was, a time thing. It was a time crunch, but it took us over an hour and a half to pick the hair through these little holes. Then, for us to put the dye on. But I will tell you, because I'm going to have to make a video of it. My hair looks thebomb.com. Wow! This little box that I paid twelve ninety nine Canadian for, just. Rocked, and my husband thinks he's now a master hairdresser, is now thinking he's going to charge more. We had some drinks, we had some laughs. I was just going to say, Please tell me you poured a glass of something while this was happening. Do you know me? Do you know me? Yes, the kid. the red was flowing. Yes, the but the thing that was so interesting is that we were laughing. We facetimed my sister, we facetimed my I considered facetiming both of you just so you could see. Me in this hysterical state I'm and shocked ben, that you didn't. I know, because I do usually face <laughs> both of you at, at the drop of a hat. But what was really neat was something that seemed, you know, kind of high demand on his part. I was like, come on, you can do this. We can, we got to highlight my hair turned into such a bonding, hilarious, laugh driven experience. And my hair looks great, but I think the benefit that came from this little tiny, you know, activity that we decided to do together was we had a shit ton of fun.
0: That's the most important thing. I'm sure. What, what can you, I mean, can you elaborate a bit on this? Like, what did you and Ben feel that that moment brought for you? Was it that you got to be in the present moment? Was it that you got to put your phones down? Was it that you got to spend time together? Like what was the best part about that?
1: Well, I know all three of us can agree. And I'm going to tell you, I have not had a lot of fun since March, 2020, when COVID hit. The amount of fun I've had is literally painful. (laughs) You know, we talk about raising the vibe and everything, but it's just laughter. Ben and I, my husband, um, have been full on parents when everything happened with the lockdown. We were 24/7 juggling two jobs and kids and I thought I was going to jab my eye out with a dull spoon. I was like, this is terrible and we lost connection. We went back to therapy. <laughs> I was like, this is, a, this is a reflection. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> that, no, it's not a bad thing. But I was like, this is a reflection of our relationship. We're not connecting. No, it's just that life is freaking hard right now. And us dying my hair just like made us laugh.
2: Good for you for making it fun though, because I can easily look at that situation and be like, you know, I... I don't know if you work just you know that day or not but you came home from work and you're like you know stressed and the last thing you want to do is you know think about dyeing your hair because it's covid and you can't go to the salon and you're pissed that you can't go to the salon and then you're in a bad mood and you have to ask your husband and you're like is my husband gonna be pissed that he has to do my hair like i could easily spiral and not even ask my spouse to do my hair and then just be in this bad mood you know what i mean where you looked at it as like no this is the silver lining we get to spend more time together and have fun and maybe make it a laugh instead of something heavy, you know? And so, we've been
0: doing a really great job of finding those silver, ni- silver linings. Like we've even shared about it on the podcast with the way that we've found the ability to see the light in maybe those dark moments. But really none of that has been without effort and decision, De- truly intentional decision-making of saying, let's pour the glass of wine tonight. And by the way, if you're not a drinker, that's fine too. Pour pour yourself some sparkling water and let it be a little bit of a testament to how can we be a little bit more present, a little bit more unplugged and really not take this so seriously, even though, yeah, there's a lot of serious going on. That laugh is cathartic, that laugh is of value. And I think that's what you and Ben managed to create from this hair dying moment.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm not diminishing Ben's role in the, in the hairdresser experience, but really it was about me. (laughs) It was all about me choosing to be funny or more uplifting or see that this is positive, or maybe I should connect. Um, Even if I was single, I would be sitting at home, you know, still twirling in some misery and it's a choice. It is. Because if you would have
2: complained, it would have set an entirely different
1: day. You know what I mean? I love complaining. If I could, co- you guys, I love complaining. They both know this. And you guys love, we love to complain as a species. Like, look at the, look at social media, look at the internet and the election, uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, like everybody so much has complaining. It's complaining. And to disconnect and turn everything off is everything. I mean, Amanda, sometimes I, I like you and I'll chat and you go, well, I can't talk. Will and I are cooking and Will is Amanda's partner. Cooking is also bonding. Yeah, it
0: certainly is. I find that at the end of the day, my unplugged time is a pretty concrete boundary, which we've also shared on our podcast. And one of the things that we've loved to do is being able to take the time to cook a sauce for a while or, um, you know, make the effort to even if it's a 30 minute blitz, you know, you know, cooking session, it doesn't need to be lengthy, more so it needs to be a moment where we're coming together we're putting work away and we're saying look we've had a long day let's chat about it let's find ways to connect where we've both been separate doing our own things and you know maybe share what our vision for how we want tomorrow to feel or you know not talk about work or visions at all and let's just let's just be together and have a laugh you know he always says um you know if you don't if you don't (laughs) laugh you'll cry and so he does a fantastic job of getting me out of anxious spirals and doing it with just silly things. Like he's very playful. And I think I am too, but I I sort of feel sometimes I disconnect from that play vibe and he'll just, you know, we're washing dishes and all of a sudden I have a sponge, a sopping wet sponge freaking thrown at me from the corner of the room. And I just have, I'm covered. I'm just soapy and covered. And I'm like, what just happened? And it's just this literally left field moment of, snap out of it. You are so serious. You are so immersed in the problems of tomorrow in the rumination of that anxious thing, that conversation that you had, and it doesn't need to be so serious. And I love that about him where he finds a way to help me pull myself out of those moments. And granted, I've been my own best friend. I was alone for a long time and I found ways to make myself do that for me. And I believe we all need to be able to do that. Um, but I would you know, not be doing Um, justice to how helpful he can be in these moments to help me pull myself out so he's been excellent at doing those things so cooking cleaning up around the house putting music on while we're doing the mundane taking out the garbage doing the laundry like we, we make an effort to choose the light in those really everyday not so glamorous
1: moments and it's been really helpful but it is different right now. Like everything you just described is in the confines of four walls. And I know like, Oh yeah. Like Raina was the queen of going out for food. Like, I don't think you ate out. I don't know. What would you say? Oh my God, like
2: eight days a week.
1: (laughs) Is that a number?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I swear it was at least eight days a week. And you know, I'm just, I'm sitting here listening to you talk Amanda and I'm like, God, I swear to God, if Chad would throw a sponge at me across the kitchen, I'd probably turn around like, what the hell are you doing? Because I'm so in my mind, serious all the time. You know what I mean? And so even you just sharing that, I'm like, holy shit, Raina, take a breath for just a second. And
1: like, 100 so That's so funny, Raina, because even on that quote that Amanda says, that Will says, like, if you don't laugh, you're going to cry. I, I would have cried. You. I know, I Raina <laughs> would cry. Raina is still crying. Surprised and, she hasn't cried already. But listen,
0: don't get me wrong. I, I had freak out, <laughs> tightly wound meltdown moments when said sponge would come flying in my direction or you know we're doing laundry and he'll throw the clothes at me like it's truly just i know it sounds ridiculous but it has been such a welcomed way for me to say snap out of it you are just you are being you are standing in your own way of the fun sometimes truly it is me making that decision and just like that's it yeah that's what it is yeah it's it's finding the 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 honest feedback of being able to say, are you the reason you're not having any fun? Is it because of you? But, and, and yeah, that may be harsh, but I'm about tough love, so hear me out. Oftentimes the way that we feel, or actually all the time, the way that we feel is a decision we've made to choose that emotion. It literally is something that is in motion within you. You don't need to hold on to that emotion. So let it go, release that and find a way to just be more in tune with what are you choosing? And look, I've had tough moments as I'm sure so many of our listeners have had throughout COVID, throughout these last few months of racial injustice, elections and all these things. But what I will say is that there is a way for you to be aware of how you're navigating
2: that and handling it. So, you know- I love that you just shared that because I want to share something that happened to me the other day and it was, I'm in this, I can spiral very easily. And so in passing, as (laughs) you
1: all (laughs) want to comment, I'm like, really? (laughs) I've never seen it before. Raina, you spiral. Allie's like, so, so you don't know, listen, I
2: (laughs) I didn't realize how much of a choice it really was until the other day. Like. Chad had said something to me in passing and it wasn't I mean we've all established in quiet you know private conversations with the three of us that I'm a little crazy and that is the you know (laughs) reasoning for a lot of the things in my relationship that maybe go up and down and the other day he said something to me and then went upstairs and it wasn't anything crazy but in my mind I was like that wasn't right. And he needs to know how how bad my feelings are hurt. So I'm going to act sad now, and I'm going to be in a bad mood, and I'm going to not smile. And I'm go. I was consciously planning this behavior to prove to him that he hurt me. Oh, and I just- stopped in the moment. You guys, it was like I stepped out of body and was like, "What are you doing? You are now making this decision to finish the rest of the day in a bad mood, like." purposefully choosing that. And I, it literally in a matter of seconds, I was like, holy shit, finish fucking golden laundry and get upstairs and hug oh that man. Gosh. You know what uh, I mean? That,
1: that, that is huge because I think that, I don't know if it's a woman thing. And again, you guys, we can debate about it, but I'll make my husband bleed. Like I, <laughs> I think to myself, yes. like, did you just, did you just do that? Oh, you're going to pay. I will literally, you know, I'm gonna make a bleed for that. But, Raina, how did you, like, please tell me how you pivoted?
2: You know, it, I don't know that I would would have pivoted had it not been just, I, I don't know. You know, I think that's, I hate that. People are like, how'd you do it? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I just did, it was a conscious choice. And I think because I had literally just, like, read a book prior to that saying, like, you know, it was about, and about gratitude. And we talk about gratitude diaries all the time and like choosing the silver lining and choosing the higher thoughts. And I think that just because I was so deep in that, in that moment that I was just like, holy shit, I just recognized what I just read about yesterday. You know what I mean? In myself. So it kind of allowed me to slow down and open my eyes and to, I don't know, does that make sense? It does. Yeah, that,
1: that, I was just going to say, you have consciously slowed down. And so that's what so I was much. Wondering. Yeah, I was wondering if that is a big thing going, oh, wait a second, being able to take that breath, being able to take that beat and reflect on your behavior to your partner.
0: And isn't it interesting that we will literally choose to wear like a badge of honor, our angry face, our slouchy shoulders, our silent treatment, our passive aggressive comments. None of these serve us. Absolutely none of them- feel awful. Yes. Every single one of those things makes you feel awful. Whereas what could be helpful I've found for me is when we're in a moment, when, when he and I are in a moment of we literally need a breath, we'll say that he will say, or I will say, I I just need a minute right now. Um, we're going to need to circle back in a few. And thankfully we both thanks to prior conversations, understand that that's the moment of you give that, you respect that, you give that space because the, the cold shoulder, the co- silent treatment, who did that ever help? When's the last time you gave someone the silent treatment and you guys were fucking better for it?
1: Well, and I was just going to say, do you treat your friends like that? I've, well, look, never, I never would give a girlfriend the cold shoulder. We wouldn't like, be in each other's lives if we treated each no, other like that. But yet my husband silent Sally up in this house. I'm like, Oh, you're gonna, yeah, you'll never hear from me again.
0: And we also take this high horse seat of that. If you're in relationship, oftentimes you can confuse the fact that this partner that you're doing life with, it's not their responsibility to make you happy. They don't complete you. They simply compliment you. And that's something I firmly stand by. And in, in order to make that your reality, find ways to say what you need find ways to be open if that first conversation didn't go well try again don't give up like find the the way through because the only way out is through and often we will surrender throw our hands up give up and it will become that silent treatment or that passive aggressive attitude which neither of us can handle that we we don't we made the decision um that we don't swear at each other ever that is That is a non-negotiable in our relationship. Um, Raising our voice doesn't seem to help though. Obviously we're human and it freaking happens, but um, you know, communicating when we're upset or frustrated that we need time or that we didn't appreciate that is important and valuable, both that, agreed, respected silence and that willingness to sit down and come together and regroup together. So there's two different ways that we like to handle that. But one thing for sure is it's not up to him to solve things for me. It's up to me to take the stand and say what I need and stop acting like he's some sort of mind reader and vice versa, because that is one sure way to end up miserable on both parties.
2: Well, I think I said this in a previous episode, but I don't remember. So I'm going to repeat it anyway. But my therapist said to me, a few sessions ago she was like you know you're doing this personal development and this self-help and you're doing all this growth but why are you doing it you're not doing it to change chad you're chewing doing it to change you and so i had to kind of separate that like you know he's gonna still do the things that annoy me he's still gonna do the things that you know we don't get along with if i don't communicate those things because he's not a mind reader and he's not gonna just you know, magically change because I'm doing personal development. It needs to be communicated if there's an actual issue, which is uncomfortable for people. I think
1: it is. How do you girls make up? I want to know. How do you make up? Like out, after make out. Oh yeah. <laughs> do you mean make out? <laughs> I want to know your technique. Go Rena. you start. And then Amanda, all details. Now, I'm, how do you so, make... I'm so bad at this. I making out I or making up
2: not making out no she's
0: excellent at making out take it from me (laughs) this
2: is not that kind of podcast you know i'm not good at it i'm not good at it It took me a long time especially being having social media and defense mechanisms so ingrained in me for so long i'm the girlfriend that i'm not doing it i don't do it anymore hopefully he'll stand up for me and (laughs) say that too but i was the person like Like I use my hands a lot and it was like an attitude coming at me with my hands. And so he's like, what is this? And it's like, like I had to really, really, really learn how to like recognize my bad habits in the beginning. Um, You know, I don't know how we make up. That was the actual question. Wasn't it? I don't know how we make up. Usually it's like a, usually we both just feel like shit and we've both been just like so upset for a day that we just sit down and talk. You know, and I think our biggest thing we kind of discovered lately was, you know, that communication and it wasn't, you know, not being totally upfront with one another. We were hinting at things that we wanted in the relationship and that we needed from the relationship. We, we weren't ever really saying it. Whereas like, you know, just saying it and communicating that and creating that boundary and then, you know, make changes going forward. But that's, I don't know, is that my answer? Are we? It he sounds thinks. like your answer, yeah, yeah, and
0: and and I think that that works. I I love that you know, you are aware of the things that you've needed to adjust as you've been in this relationship over time, and yeah, it sounds sounds like it's on point to me. Ali, what do you guys do?
1: Well, that, it's it's a dice roll. Um, <laughs> no, we have gotten a lot better because if there is no make up, or make out um, then the kids are going to feel it. Then there's a trickle down. Sometimes it's that, right? Like it's not necessarily a makeup, but sometimes you just need to make out to heal the things. So this is so funny. I had a therapy appointment and this was about three weeks ago. And I don't know if I shared it with you guys, but she gave me homework because a lot of the things in my therapy appointment was all about being a mother and guilt and uh, being a wife and what is family. Like it was just a whole bunch of stuff I'm trying to unravel. But she said, one of your homework assignments is to go home and I want you to kiss your husband or your partner for one minute. And I was like, one minute? I love that. Okay, but she then, and I guess my reaction, I was like, one minute, that seems like a lot of time. I don't know, I don't know who has a minute, I'm very, very, <laughs> um, but she said, okay, if you can't start with the makeout, I want you to hug each other for one minute. And she, and I said, one minute, why like, that seems like such a, you know, it's just the start of the, the, the number chart. So maybe is that the reason why you picked it? And she said, no, because 30 seconds is actually quite short, but a minute is actually really long. And she said, and just put a timer on your phone. I know it sounds silly. And she goes, I want you to hug. I want you to hug. Then the next one is I want you to cuddle for a minute like, and I'm like, like spooning. Okay. 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 And then she's like, and then I want you to kiss for one minute. So I came home and I, one after it. the other, it, well, it's one, kiss one a day. Kiss.
2: okay, yeah. kiss. Okay, okay. I was like, this is going to lead to
1: something bigger real quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's called, it's called baby number three and I want no part of it. So it starts with your hug. It moves to the spoon and then you kiss, but I'm just going to tell you that on the first, and you do them each day. So, and she said before next week, I want you every day to do something for a minute with your partner. So, um, it started with the hug and we were laughing, laughing our faces off. Cause he, we would, would then we would change our hug position. We're like, how much time is left? And
2: then, <laughs> that you know, was, I, so did you, you told him then you weren't just like, hug, cause I yeah. imagine going up and just hugging for a minute. And he's like, why aren't you letting go of me? It's like kidnapping like 14 him. <laughs> seconds. Yeah. <laughs>
1: No, I came home and I always like to, after therapy, I, I always feel I need to share. So I'm like, you'll never guess what she just figured out with me. You know, so I have something that I'm always relating back to him. So he had asked what happened at therapy. And I was like, I don't know. She gave me this homework. We have to hug and then spoon and then kiss for a minute. Can you believe this? And he's like, well, if it's homework, we got to get it done. Oh. So we, started with a hug. we were laughing. Then the next day he was like, Hey, we got homework. And he was on it more than me. Then we tried to kiss for a minute and guys, I'm going to ask both of you today to go kiss your partner for a minute and reader, listeners, anyone, one minute is a freaking long time. Like you forget, but we both were chuckling because that was old school, my friends. Like we went back to the first couple of weeks of dating. We went back to, you know, the first time you're on, you know, you go to your partner's house and you're on their couch and you just like, this is on. And it just, it brought us back to a place that, um, we were lacking, you know? Why did I'm, we lose that? Oh, I don't, don't know. I'm just it. sitting
2: here as you explain it. And I'm like, God, that was so like, what, what shit, you know, it's that honeymoon phase.
1: And what I, changes. And I don't know what changes. And it also plays with my mind because I used to, you know, with postpartum depression, I wanted to be single again. I was like, oh man, I want that first kiss. I want to go back and have that dating phase. And you just don't know. And it's such a fun, playful spot to be in.
0: It is. And I would love if we could chat a little bit to that single aspect of things, because not all of our listeners are in a relationship. And I certainly know what it felt like during- My many years of being on my own and feeling, you know, that society was making me feel less than for not being in a relationship, which was obviously not true. It was my mindset that needed to shift, and it was me needing to question why that ever had to be the thing that made me feel like I was enough. So, what can you speak to in the sense of okay, maybe you don't have a partner to have homework with? What could we give? you know, insight to, because all three of us have been on our own at some point, all three of us have had to do a lot of internal work by ourselves. Um, and I'm happy to sh- share and start. But for me, one of the things was the, the, and I know COVID is strange, but what are the ways you can date yourself? What are the ways that you can say, what if I don't have someone to sit down on a couch with and make out with for one minute? What can I do to like spiritually, you know, make out with myself. And for me, it was things that I had never done with myself before that just created this bond with me that I could then take healthily into a relationship of my choosing, not out of any other reason other than this person feels right to me, this connection feels right to me, but it really only came after I felt right to me. One of those things was going out to eat alone for the first time. I had never sat in a restaurant without another human person, real live person to eat with. I was so anxious, filled, riddled with social anxiety of what will they think? How will it look? What will I do with my hands? Who will I look at while I take a bite? Truly deconstructed down to that point of I'm too afraid to go out to eat. And what I found was nurturing those moments of getting myself a drink, ordering a delicious meal that I love that feels oof so good to me. And then going to a movie alone, which was another thing I had never done before, but holy shit, go to watch a movie by yourself. I still do that even now. Um, You get to sit where you want. You get to eat what the hell you want. You get to share with not a soul. You get to watch whatever movie. Popcorn all over your chest. Popcorn head to toe. And it is a glorious thing. So those were ways that made me feel like as a single person, I could still love on myself to the same degree of, if you're in a relationship, the homework you give or gained, thanks to what Ali just shared, that you can do by yourself. So what are some things that you can do to have that honeymoon phase with just You And by the way, relationship or not, I'm going to say this now, just because you're in a relationship with someone does not absolve you of the need to do this by yourself regardless. So
2: I just want to preface by saying that. And I love that you shared that because I literally wrote down the exact, same. for me, I was single for two and a half years, three years after my divorce. And I think for me, it was putting myself in situations that made me step up a little bit and made me grow a little bit. So traveling by myself was huge. Like once I did that, I was like, shit, I can do anything. I can do anything I if I can travel by myself and, and have this entire, you know what I mean, this entire trip, but the same movies, eating out, like some of my favorite memories when i was single was when the girls were in school and i'd go see a matinee by myself and have candy all over my face you know what i mean
0: love it and it's true travel can do that i know we've all experienced the benefit of travel and now is maybe not that time but i found yeah, don't that... do it now please. <laughs> <laughs> that's it but let's be socially safe um what i found was giving myself the time of exploring a new city Knowing I didn't need someone else to organize the itinerary for me, I didn't have to compromise what I wanted to see and or do or go eat at and go to bed when I wanted to or not explore that day if I didn't want to. It was truly a moment of extreme empowerment and ownership over myself over my being travel was a great way to do that and and again now may not be that time necessarily but we can still go out for walks we can still enjoy nature Um, you can still take the time to move your body and do other things that feel really good so Ali what were some things that you found you could highlight either now in your relationship on your own or when you were that helped you connect
1: with you and have that honeymoon with you well it's it's interesting because I'm still kind of pivoting back to what Raina said is why do we lose that in a relationship? And for both like what you just said, Amanda, and what Raina had said before, I think that I lose the fun. Like I so easily can get like we were talking about spiraled into worries the world. When am I going to meet the perfect person? um and then now i'm I'm in you know, the, the life that I had dreamt of. And I'm like, well, when am I going to have some freedom? Like when, so instead for me, one thing that I am doing a lot right now is gratitude and being present. There is nothing that I need past this moment right here in this podcast with these girls living in this moment, enjoying having a laugh, and that's going to springboard me into the next day. And so wherever you are like in a relationship, not in a relationship, You know, just don't lose that, right? Maybe we
2: make that a ready, set, grow. Maybe that's a ready, set, grow. It is what can you do to just tune into yourself again and find that joy maybe in yourself. You know what I mean?
0: You know, take away from this is for us to maybe give you a little bit of homework. Um, I think what could be useful with that is the ability to say, How can I stay in a honeymoon with me? How can I find ways to reconnect with my partner if that's the case? And even if you are with a partner, how to reconnect with yourself, have a little more fun, reconnect to that playful side of you and ask yourself, are you standing in the way of that? And how can you prioritize that even with everything going on? That's it. I mean, yeah. and, and that is um, a great way for us to say it can start with your hair and lead you in to an amazing realization about things going on at home, in your heart, with your person, but most of all within yourself. So everybody, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Be sure to follow us over at Let's Put the Rad and Radical on Instagram. Check us out on Spotify and like and share any of this or any of our previous episodes with any friends who you really think could use a little bit more rad in their lives too. So we'll see you next time.